Blog Talk Radio.
everybody to Journey into the Light Spiritual Radio on a Thursday afternoon. We are live here, and we're glad that you're with us. Uh, we'll be going live throughout the evening on our big Thursday, so stay with us as we go into the evening and then to the nighttime. Always check our Facebook for all the listing, and of course, here on the radio page is the first postings of the early morning hours so make sure you follow this page here on journey into the light as we go into our 10th year of spiritual radio but now coming up here live is uh, every thursday here at this time we are joined with cynthia martin uh, energy healer emotional fitness expert um and so much more we're going to be um cynthia is going to be telling you all about the work that she does how she's led up to this um, and I can tell you the extraordinary work that she does um, with people, with children um, that are uh, born with highly sensitive uh, people, uh, kids, people, uh, that is really not, um, gosh, I've done over 4,000 shows, so I can say it's really uh, not enough teaching, not enough experts um, helping in this field. So I'm really glad to have uh, Cynthia on the show. Towards the end of the show, if you have any questions on what Cynthia is talking about, uh, please feel free to call in to the show and press the one on your phone um, there. And if you wanna contact Cynthia, um, the, all of her contact information is listed right here on the show page. The links are right here. So um, go ahead and check it out. You can do that while you're listening to this program. You won't lose uh, the program. You go to a separate window. So all of that is uh, great. So, all right. So let's uh, go to our switchboard then, and let's bring in our guest to this show here, Cynthia Martin. Welcome back, Cynthia. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Michael. How are you today? Doing good. Doing good. So, um, yeah, so always a lot of... Um, you know, new listeners, I'm sure a lot of people are hearing you for the first time, um, didn't hear last week's show. So if you would kind of let the folks know about yourself, how you got started doing what you're doing and, and kind of what you're doing today. Happy to. Um, so I am, um, as you mentioned, an emotional fitness and energy healing expert. Um, I specialize in working with um, parents of children who are born with uh, the highly sensitive trait, um, and, and also um, not just children, but uh, people who fall into this category of, of being highly sensitive people. And uh, what it means is that uh, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're just overly emotional or, you know, some of us have been labeled as too dramatic during our life or take things too personally or, you know, just too sensitive to too many things, um, whether it smells taste in food, you know, that we're too picky, these kinds of comments we've heard our whole life. Um, it's actually a trait, a biological trait that has been discovered um, to exist in human beings and in 20% of the global population, which makes up for 1.4 billion people in the world. So that's a pretty significant number. Um, and the majority of us uh, have no clue that this is uh, something that is very valid and that, um, makes us unique and stand out in the way of uh, being uh, attuned to the subtleties in our environment, such as, like I mentioned, noise, um, 
you know, we are highly empathic. Um, every human being is, has the um, ability to, to sense, you know, the, their environment, but the highly sensitive person is, is much more tuned in to the empathy um, factor of, of our nature and we feel other people's emotions almost to the point where we catch other people's emotions and can't distinguish them from our own. Um, we have a tendency to notice subtleties in the environment, um, changes in weather. We can notice sound. You know, I don't know if this sounds like anything you, you can relate to, Michael, but like the buzzings of um, light bulbs or, you know, the buzzing of air conditioners or like the beeping in the background. So like little subtleties that other people just kind of ignore. Um, so the 80% of the world uh, walks around and just doesn't even phase them. But those of us who are highly sensitive, we're just, you know, we're walking around on where the 80% is on a volume dial at three. The rest of us in the highly sensitive community are anywhere between a seven and a 10, depending on the, uh, the environment. So uh, the reason why I got into serving the children and um, people in, in this community, this particular part of the world, is that, that I have two highly sensitive children. And um, as a mom of two highly sensitive children, uh, seeing them go through some of the challenges and noticing some of these traits, uh, being highly empathic myself, I realized that they were going through a lot of the things that I went through, but I didn't have an opportunity to understand it. So it is my mission to help parents um, of these kids who are not only highly sensitive, but uh, at this time of the world um, are coming into a time where the consciousness of the, of the planet and humanity is um, much greater and uh, is growing, and they have greater needs than um, ever before, and it requires us parents to really step up our game and, um, you know, meet them where they are because they need much more than uh, the rest of us were given. So that's uh, essentially, you know, I remember struggling and almost even suffering because a lot of the times I didn't have support and it wasn't okay. It didn't feel safe to be this way. And I had a lot of shame around the things that I would feel, the things that I would sense, the things that, that I would think about. And it wasn't safe for me as a kid, which I find to be the case with a lot of people that I encounter and especially the clients that I work with. And I'm finding that these kids are also being born to highly sensitive parents, whether one or both. Um, it's, I'm finding that at least one of them is, is, has this trait. So we need more, like you said, we need more awareness around it. We need more support, and um, I'm here to do that for them. Well, great. I think that's uh, uh, that's awesome because um, a lot of us empaths um, who are really sensitive um, to um, all these traits, and there's and we kind of wonder: is it just us? You know, are we just weird? Are we just off-centered? Are we too right. emotional? <laughs> Absolutely, and you just feel like the, the oddball, and um, you do everything. At least the the my experience as a child and maybe yours as well is, you know, in order for us to be able to, to kind of survive and fit in, um, we need to kind of hide those aspects of who we are. And that's where the shame um, came for me. You know, it wasn't okay for me to have these big feelings because I was too much. I, I was too intense. So 
um, there's a distinction. So Elaine Aaron is a, uh, a clinical psychologist who is the one uh, that developed a lot of the research and discovered and termed um, this trait uh, of the highly sensitive person. And um, she found through her uh, studies and her research that in this 20% of the world, within that percentage, the community, um, only 30% are introverts. And this is another misnomer. A lot of people think that because you're highly sensitive, they label you as shy or a standoffish um, or, you know, unsocial, when in reality it's just the the 30% that is introverted, they need more time to integrate into their environment. So they may be observing more deeply. So this happens a lot in children, and they get mislabeled at a very early age. And then you have um, the other 70% within that 1.4 billion of the world that is uh, considered extrovert. And, um, you know, they're very social. Most, most of us, I'm an extrovert. I think I fall somewhere in the middle. Um, most of the extroverts really feed off of the energy of other people, but they equally need uh, a lot of downtime, you know, to be able to um, acclimate to their, their own levels of, of being. And the introvert really um, benefits uh, more in being in quieter environments. So it doesn't mean that they're shy. It just means that they're processing so much information so quickly that it takes them a minute. And unfortunately, we get put into these categories. And um, we unfortunately take those, uh, those labels on as, as personalities and identities. So those are some of the things that I, I look to educate people on to make not to make those labels and to make the distinction that this is something that is very, um, it's a wonderful gift to have, but it requires uh, some discernment around uh, what the parent does and how they interact with their child. Yeah, that's, um, and it's great to get it out there, you know, to, um, because I think, you know, so much is um, in our, and who we see in our world is how we treat our children, how we accept them, how we work with them. It's so important. It's, it's, um, it, it's you know, I think more and more we're learning that, but it's still, I don't think in a lot of uh, families, it's, it's, it's not um, understood to that great um, because, you know, no one, um, no one is born, um, you know, like we see different parts of society, racism, things like that. No one is born that way. Um, and, and, and we have to, um, I don't know, it's just the childhood part is just really important and uh, starting of, yeah. Well, and, and it's very difficult for most parents to hear what I'm about to say because, we have, um, as a society, we have a big difficulty around taking responsibility. But our children mirror the expression of us. In other words, um, how our children deal with life is how we taught them how to deal with life. They're an exact reflection of who we are. And their behavior when, you know, and, and it's very common, it's not that we're bad parents, but, you know, everybody says that parenting is not, that doesn't come with the handbook, right? We don't, we are not given all the rules and all the, the do's and don'ts, and it wouldn't be right to do um, a, work, a handbook because every child is different and we all have unique needs in, within our family and, and all the things that come with it. But our children mirror exactly 
they mirror us and how we deal with life. So if they're having behavioral issues, well, we have to take a good look at ourselves. And that's why I teach emotional fitness because our children are showing us exactly what it is that we need to heal within ourselves. And that's exactly what happened for me because um, although I have uh, over 20 years experience in personal development and personal growth, transformational work, uh, doing a lot of the work for myself because like a lot of us who are discovering that this is something that um, exists in us as highly sensitive people, we spend most of our lives searching, right, trying to fit uh, somewhere and trying to figure out why we don't fit our, our realities and why we don't um, feel complete. So that's, you know, luckily I, I was able to discover a lot of that healing early on, but when I became a mom, I realized that there was a big part of my childhood that still needed a lot of attention. And as I was watching my children go through their challenges and interacting with the world in such a way that reminded me of my own um, challenges as a kid, it really woke that up in me and and had me take a really good look because a lot of the uh, parenting models, now, you know, I don't want to say my parents are really good people and like all of us, we do the best we can, but you, you work with what you have. And if you had challenges to begin with, that's what you're passing on to your kids. And that's what it started to show up a little bit um, for me early on with my girls. And it's still stuff that I work through because, you know, you, you're giving up a, a, a set of files that you, you bring into um, your experience, and it's a program, right? Their beliefs, their patterns, their ideas, and that's what you, you were given. So you have to really do the work for yourself and um, make those changes within you if you wanted to see the changes for your children. Yeah, exactly. It's uh um it, you know, none of us are uh, none of us are, you know, a perfect uh parent or a perfect child because we're all human. I you know, my kids are twins are now grown, they're 23 and I think, you know, I, I think I raised them well, but I still knew there were some areas now looking back, I wish, you know. So it's like, could I have another chance at this? Of course, when you get it out there in years, you know, that's, that's it. But I'm, you know what I mean? You're in the start of it. Absolutely. But, um, yeah. Yeah. When you're in the middle of it and if you haven't been equipped with the tools and that's why I, I strongly, you know, recommend to find a mentor, um, whether it's looking, um, you know, to get education online, just looking for people who are doing it successfully in the way that you wish you would have, it had been for you. Um, and even if you had a great childhood, there's still little areas of, of um, things that, that maybe uh, needs that weren't met. There's always room for improvement for all of us, right? And it's not for us to look back in our parenting and with regret because, you know, from the, the consciousness perspective, it's like our souls came to have experiences and it's up to us to grow through those experiences, and we're given the gift of the people and um, the lives that, that we live, regardless of the circumstance. I know this is hard for a lot of people, especially those who have had trauma and struggle, um, but ultimately our soul was strong enough and needed to be here to go through things so that we can get to the other side of it and ultimately help somebody else um, through that, you know, because I, I like most people, you know, there's there's trauma and pain in my history just as much as the next person, but I can, being where I am now, going through the experiences, going through the mentoring, going through the personal development, I can um, gratefully say that it was all part of my boot camp, 
And it was an important part because I am here today talking to you, sharing this message with whoever it is that's listening that needed it, you know, and that's the way it all works. So please, if you're listening, don't, don't let this be a guilt trip. This is just an opportunity for you to kind of take a step back and look at those things that you feel are not congruent with what you really want for your family or even for yourself. And just kind of ask yourself the questions like where is the room for improvement and look back on your journey and see how far you've come, what you've accomplished, what you've overcome, and be grateful for it because it means that you're growing and there's more available to you. Right, and that's that's the key is um, I think, um, um, you know, for the folks that are out there who are, you know, in the middle of parenting is is go get, you know, help and like to yourself and get resources and get, you know, um, and that's probably one thing that I, you know, look back at now and think, well, yeah, I should have, uh, I should have, you know, that would have been great, you know, at the time. So, uh, but yeah, that's great that it's out there. Um, so, um anything more you want to add to that uh Cynthia and anything you know you want yeah um so you know just on the topic of um you know offering help so you know it is important to get the resources to you so look up Elaine Aaron um you know and buy her book the highly sensitive person because it gives you a lot of insight and it's going to give you so many aha moments and going to give you a sense of of um clarity in in the way of you know I'm not the oddball and there was never anything wrong with me and just if you find yourself there's she has a test um, the highly sensitive person test you can look that up on and um, on Google or anywhere on the internet and you can take the survey and you'll and if you find that you are you know take take a moment to really reflect with that with it and um, and and own it and know that it's it's a very real thing and that there was never anything wrong with you um, and if you feel that there's uh, an opportunity for you to get guidance and help, look for it. Um, I am offering this community, um, I'm reserving um, three spots for the next week and uh, continuously every week um, for members of this community to get a uh, free strategy session with me to get a little clarity on on where your your blind spots either in parenting or if you're a highly sensitive person, some of the areas that, that you can get support on. Um, there is a survey that you uh, need to fill out completely. You go to my website at Lumiere, that's L-U-M-I-E-R-E, energyhealing.com. And at the very top of the page, there's the work with me, and there's actually going to be um, a bar at the top that you can do a direct link to that, um, that application. So, um, you know, take advantage because, I, I charge a pretty good amount um, for, you know, for me to do consultations um, and those. But this community really, I, I feel like I want to give back and, and I want to reserve that, that space for you on my calendar um, each week uh, that I'm on. So definitely do that. And then just one, um, one thing I do want to share before we, we conclude the show today. Um, so I, we mentioned we realized that we are more uh, empathic as highly sensitive people, and whether you're a highly sensitive or not, I personally don't believe that there's a a highly sensitive person that isn't empathic and vice versa, but some people would argue that. Um, Nonetheless, if you are an empath, uh, we have a big event coming up on Saturday with the alignment of the planets, and, you know, there's all kinds of buzz around, you know, this, this 
big thing and a lot of people are, are really going down the path of fear because it's you know being predicted as the cataclysmic end of the world event please um if you're an empath you know conserve your energy do a new detox avoid exposing yourself to things that do not lift your energy uh you're an empath and you can be a global empath which means you you tune in and tap into the energy of the whole world and if you're not in a good place you're going to tap into the lower frequencies of fear, and um, that's not a good place for you to be. This is an opportunity for the world and, and the human consciousness to shift, and whatever it is that comes is going to come regardless. So may as well do yourself a favor and do something that serves you, and, and you find that some kind of enjoyment. If it's a quiet time, really you know, pull the shades back. Do a binge watch on a positive show. Don't watch the news. Don't watch things that are devastating. Don't watch things that trigger negative emotions in you. Find things that uplift you. Listen to uplifting music. If you are not able to be in big crowds, don't go and commit yourself to social events that put you in that position. Really be mindful and care for yourself. Take the time and uh, nurture your needs. Listen to your body. It's always talking to you. Don't ignore it because if you do, we all know how it goes, right, Michael? You don't listen to your intuition. You don't listen to your body, and it gives you a quick whiff kick in the butt, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> yes, perfectly said. Perfectly said. Um, Alrighty. Um, and any um, any last words? Any um, um, I guess we got the links here, but any direct way people can get a hold of you? So um, you can find me on Facebook. I'm on all the social media. Come and and like my page. That would be wonderful. Join the community. Um, I'm also on Instagram, all at Lumiere Energy Healing. Um, My Instagram is evolved underscore HSP. That's my call name. Um, My website, again, is LumiereEnergyHealing.com, and that is L-U-M-I-E-R-E, EnergyHealing.com, and to help you remember Lumiere, it's the character in the movie Beauty and the Beast, the candlestick. So one way to kind of like plug that into your brain. Um, and then, too, take advantage. You know, if you're listening, really take advantage of the opportunity to have that that uh, strategy session with me. Um, you know, I get a lot of inquiries, but I really want to give back to this community. You know, the spiritual world is what uh, was my saving grace for my uh, – when I was um, unable to find support and resources uh, in – with doctors and, and, you know, traditional means. Uh, when I was dealing with the struggles my daughter was going through with her, her meltdowns and her overwhelm, um, I had no clue. And it was in the spiritual community that I was able to find the most powerful sources. And that's why I became a Reiki master and, and started using these tools. And my kids, you know, to see them today is really incredible how they really stand in their power and they know how to navigate their gift um, so much more powerfully than I can. You know, so I really want to give back, and uh, I urge you take advantage. Don't don't let this opportunity pass you by. And if it's just you know you get one little piece of information that helps you on your way, do it. You deserve it. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Love it. Love the work you do so much, Cynthia. You really do a great job for humanity out there and uh, making this world a better place. So um, that's beautiful. So thank you for that. And uh, so we'll see you back here next week. Thank you, Cynthia. Wonderful. Thank you, Michael. You have a great day. 
All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's Cynthia Martin here on Journey into the Light. And again, all of her contact information is listed right here on the show page. Coming up, next, uh, our next show is, is coming up. So everybody redial for another 30 minutes, and then we'll be um, starting with Psychic Little T in um, 90 minutes for our evening broadcast. All righty. Thank you for listening.